world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that is Vince Tagliavia, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America. Coming, it's already fucking here. You know, I was thinking about it today, Vince. I said, you know, there was an insurrection on January 6th. There was a coup that took place on January 6th, although it wasn't God-fearing, American-loving patriots, over a million of them that did it. It was the House of Representatives that stood there and did not speak up and did absolutely nothing. And so, you know what? Communism is here. Totalitarianism is here. Fascism is here. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. But these people, they will stop at nothing to perpetuate their agenda into this world. And they are going to continue to do so until American people stand at that precipice 
moment. And we've talked about this before, about the first arrest. And the first arrest is going to be the big one. And this comes from the cue boards and, and all that good stuff. And we're going to talk a little bit about that thought here in a little bit. Because the Gateway Pundit actually reported just the other day that the Democrats' October surprise is the arrest of Donald Trump. Now, think about mm. that. Go back to the cue boards. Red October. Okay. Searching for a rogue nuclear sub. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Red October. Okay. Um, October surprise. Those are two cue buzzwords. Okay. First arrest. Right? So let's hypothecate here that they go to arrest Donald Trump in October. And he disappears. Now he's a rogue nuclear sub. He's a man who has all this information on all of them, all the dirt. You know that man has dirt on them all. Oh, he knows everything. Yeah. He has a social media platform. Right? Yeah. And he threatens the global infrastructure. And so I think that the infrastructure. Could, well, yeah, the global the global cabal. The global uh the global cabals. Yeah. If, you know, House of cards. The House of cards. That's right. The hunt for Red October. Remove their hunt. Red October. I, I, I'm but just then, saying. I'm, I'm just saying. It's potential. Maybe. Huh. But I think that they're going to make this move. Uh, more and more, everything we look at today on Drudge Report right now. Um, half Republicans abandon Don. Let's go ahead and look at these. Half Republicans abandon Don. January 6th committee notifies DOJ a witness tampering by Donald Trump. Panel reveals new details of wild push to hold power. We are at the point of attack, says Banneth. Old Keeper says going to be an armed revolution. Unhinged old law office bra. Um, yeah. And, and this is yeah. interesting. You know, the Oath Keepers. Ex-Oath Keeper okay. reveals January 6th was going to be an armed revolution and possible new civil war. Now... Um, Being a prior Oath Keeper. Yeah. Okay? 2008 Oath Keeper. I got the original shirt. Okay. And I think it was uh, April 15th, 2007. Okay. So being one of the original Oath Keepers. Damn right many of them wanted that. I can't, They wanted it in 2008. We, mm-hmm. we, we thought Barack Obama stole the election in 2008. Okay. Yeah. He did steal it from Ron Paul. I'll tell you that much. They stole the primary from Ron Paul and they stole the election from Ron Paul. But they wanted an armed revolution and civil war then. And I'll tell you, there are some well-trained, highly trained individuals within Oath Keepers. So, so, oh, there you go. So someone said they can't comment on D-Live. So maybe that's the problem with the chat is uh, commenting isn't working. But either way. So it doesn't doubt me that that's what people were talking about. I can imagine that's what people were talking about. You know, if Pence goes through this, there's going to be a revolution. Oh, there's going to be a civil war, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I can understand that because at that point, this is treason, and it was. There was it, a real possibility of, of gallows going up immediately and things really unfolding quickly. Well, um, you know I what, mean, in my opinion? What? Yeah. Maybe it should have happened. Maybe. I maybe, mean, it would have been. Maybe Americans should have stood up at that point in time. Yeah, it would have been a different course for sure. And it's hard to say, um, you know, without actually being able to know what would happen. Yeah. 
but maybe. You know, let me send a message here, though, because I want people, especially on the liberal left, to understand. If conservatives wanted a civil war and an insurrection or uh, the, the protest or government and take them out on January 6th, they would have. There was a million people there. If they wanted to do it, they could have easily overthrown the government on that day. Okay. I want people to be very, very clear. Okay. Yeah. There is that all, all the people who could do it were there. Okay. Highly trained individuals in military tactics absolutely were there. Okay. But see, the thing is, is there was such a lack of organization at that level that it was never the intention. People weren't going there to do that. They were going there to allow their voices to be heard. They were going there in support of their First Amendment, not their Second Amendment. In support of their First Amendment saying, hey, look, we want to redress of grievances. Stop the certification of this election. This is BS. Stop it. And I think it's because a lot of people still had faith in the system Mm. enough to say, let's not, we don't need to be violent. We don't need to do it the hard way. We, you know, let's... um, Let's go through the proper checks and balances and get this handled right. Right. You know, oh, Pence is going to stand up and do the right thing. Oh, it turns out he doesn't have a backbone and he's a crooked commie too. All these things unfolded uh, during that time and continue to unfold. But I think that's maybe part of it that nobody wants violence. And uh, if the system worked properly, we wouldn't be in this situation. And I think a lot of people put their money on law and order. So you're right. Nobody wants violence. And violence is a horrible thing. War is a horrible thing. But you know what? There is a time and a place for it. Yeah, we see it. We see it unfolding in Look other places. Look at Sri Lanka. Oh, yeah. Their uh, PM just fled the country. That's right. Talk about coups. Well, and then you know what's going to happen is some some authoritarian regime is going to come in and take their place. Probably. Right? Because that's what happens. But, you know, here in the United States of America... We give our government the benefit of the doubt. And I'm not, I, look, I'm not calling for violence. I'm not saying it's time for a civil war. But I will be the first one to tell you that it is. I, I will. I'll be the first one to say, okay, guys, that's it. It's time. Okay? Listen, we have to understand something here. We're talking about the future of the United States of America, for goodness sake. We're talking about our children's lives that they have ahead of them the opportunities that that we had that we can share with them that doesn't exist in the 2030 world economic forum agenda okay yeah. that doesn't exist in a dystopian future ran by a totalitarian world government and so damn right i will stand up and fight when the time is right when we have exhausted all other options and, and listen, we're getting really close to exhausting all those other options. Not only that, is the people that are out there helping to exhaust those options, they, they seem to be just as criminal as the people who perpetuated this. A lot of times they are, yeah. You know, you, you got to think about the amount of money that has been raised, okay? Oh, yeah. Per- pertaining to the November 2020 election, Right. How much money do you think has been raised? Oh, millions. Between, Maybe. between let, let's just name a few people, right? Uh, Donald Trump. Okay? All the small organizations around him, 
Bannon. Okay. We have, uh, what's her name? The lawyer. Marjorie. Is no, no, no. Um, man, the, the Kraken. What's her name? Uh, the Crackhead. Kraken. Kraken. Oh, Powell. Powell. Sydney Powell. Uh, Sydney, Sydney Powell. Powell yeah. Right? Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood. Right? Lynn Wood. Mike Lindell. Think about this. How much money have they raised and what the fuck have they done? They, they drive very nice cars. They have a lot of nice houses. Okay? But what the fuck have they done pertaining to the stolen election of 2020? What have they done to sue Dominion? What have they done to bring about the voter fraud that has been out? They, they didn't do anything with the voter fraud. I don't see Sidney Powell, Bannon, Donald Trump, or any of their names on 2,000 Mules. Or the True to Vote. I don't see them funding True to Vote. Okay? We're talking yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, it really makes you think. Hmm, it does. And this is what I'm trying to say. And I'm not saying Trump and Powell and all these people are bad people. Okay? But they're a machine. This is what they do. Things happen. They go, hey, give me money. I'll see what I can do. And then they take that money. And they buy a new plane. I, I'm just throwing it out there. Use your own judgment on this shit. Okay, but but what has been happening? Where are the lawsuits we were promised? We're going to sue the states. You remember Texas, as well as a few other states, formulated a lawsuit? Oh, the Supreme Court threw it out. Oh, okay. Call a fucking constitutional convention. Okay, we have we have 18 states coming forth right now saying, hey, look, there's something wrong with our voting system. We need to do something about this. Hey, the Supreme Court threw it out. Oh, nothing we can do. Let's just uh, let's just file yeah. a resolution and put it in paper. No. no it should be escalated. Yeah, call a constitutional convention. Pass law so it never happens again. But they're yeah. not. Very few are. And see, this, this is the magician's trick. They make you think. That you're winning. They make you think you're winning battles. They make you think they're on your side. When in actuality, they're all probably just there to fuck you. Possible. Yeah, you can't trust anybody. And I think... Uh, you like my vigor tonight? I love your vigor tonight. And I think a lot of people are <clears throat> under threat, under duress, and standing down. I mean, you got to imagine there's probably a lot of that happening. And I'll die for this country. That could have something to do I with will it. die for the future of this country. Okay? I will give my life for the future of this country if I ever had to. I've taken that oath before, and that oath still stands. Right? If I had to rise up, okay, to support freedom, to protect freedom, I will. And you know what? Some of those people took that same oath. And cowering in the corner, doing nothing, sitting on your hands, or... Or even just talking about it. I think just talking about it. At least you're doing something. At least you're out there. You're motivating people. You're getting people involved in all of yeah. it. But you know, here's yeah. the thing. If the system is broken. If the system is broken. Why the fuck are we still playing with that system? Do you remember the old NESs? Like, remember? No. <laughs> 
you had to yeah. you had to put it on the lip and you had to push it down so it just sit just right and then you had to pull yes. it out <laughs> okay if the system is broken <laughs> why keep playing it oh it's such a fun game that's right that's why they keep playing the system that's why they're still thinking oh well we got the midterms we're still 2024 because it's fun to play that game the system's broken it doesn't work right oh that's okay but it's fun to play that game because you know what you can make a lot of damn money in the process all that money that politicians bring in during that campaign the good ones especially the trump endorsements all that money Mm, that's a fun game to play that's what they're saying the system's oh we all know the system let me in there i will fix it no you won't the system is beyond fixable the system has been broken for well over 150 years you're not fixing reprehensible damage that has been done for 150 years in the words of I think it's last man standing. It was a Q post. Is you got to tear it down. You got to tear them all the fuck down to the ground. You do. You got to tear it down. You you know. And if you look at what Q was really saying, this is this is what Q talked about. He talked about at some point America will come to a precipice. That America will understand what needs to be done. And at that point, he said, we will show you a whole new world, a whole new country. That doesn't sound like we're, we're, we're going to go in there and fix the tweaks of this old system that's broken. <laughs> You're right. No, it doesn't. That's right. Uh-huh. And so I want people to start thinking like that because, you know, we're, we're playing in this, this shit show of their game. We are the pawns on the chessboard. And I don't care who the popular person is on either side. I don't care what they say and how good they make you feel. Okay? Politics Mm -hmm. isn't about how you feel. Politics is how much freedom you have for opportunity in the world. Okay? It doesn't matter who the box, the squawk box is. That's sitting there going, I'm going to change Washington. I'm going to change your state. I'm going to do this. Right. They're all playing the same game. They're all going into a system knowingly, bro- knowing, knowingly that the system is broken. And saying, I'm going to try to fix it. No, you're just trying to get your piece of the pie. You're just trying to make your mark on history. You're just trying to maybe go in there and get your people in control of the broken system. And it's a dangerous game. And I think that Donald Trump is realizing this, that this game is incredibly dangerous. And that in October, I, I think that they have had this plan for a long time. I think they've had this plan for a long time. You know, and I think that there's certain protocols about the former president being arrested. So this is going to be really, really interesting to see. Yeah, well, uh, well, I think that there's some other things going on here. General Raisin, he mentioned Raisin Kane again. He did. Uh-huh. In his last rally. What? General in, Raisin uh, Alaska? Kane. Yep. No kidding. I'm telling you, there's something with General Raisin Kane. Uh-oh. Military. What you what you want to know what is Huh. 
the rumor was, and it wasn't really a rumor. This has been confirmed through people I know who are friends with people who are involved in this operation. Okay. Okay. So think three-star general, very popular person, and someone I know who's good friends with them chit-chatted about this, and it was told in, in private. That when Barack Obama was leaving office and Donald Trump was running that yeah. November, they gave Barack Obama, the generals, went in there and gave Barack Obama an ultimatum. And they said, Ooh. allow this election to be free and fair if you interfere there will be a military coup on this country before January 1st. And we'll arrest you all. Okay. And he goes, for the sake of America, let this election be free and clear. And they, they, and that's why Hillary didn't win. They, cheat, they tried, but he got shut down. And they wow. told Barack Obama not to go in there and mess with it, just to let it go. And he did. And so I think that raising Kane was part of that. I think Raising Kane is probably one of the active duty generals who is still a part of that, who still is holding that. And maybe you remember the letter Donald Trump left Joe Biden. Yeah, I'd have to reread it, but yeah. Well, he uh, never. No, we've never seen the letter. Oh, really? Yes, but I, I bet you the letter was some type of threat. You might control the White House, but I still control the military. I think that's what he said. I would love to see that. Oh, I would, I would love Donald Trump to have wrote that. You might control the White House, but I control the military. And you will know soon enough. Stash Q. Imagine. I wonder if that'll ever be publicized. Well, I think the story will be told one day. I think the story, and, and sorry for all the F-bombs tonight, guys. I get riled up. <laughs> I get riled up. Sometimes. Rightly so, man. This is serious Sometimes. stuff. Everything's on the line. I got a log in the pill here. Yeah, we've been we got some people on pill, got some people on rumble. Yeah, you guys like, like oh this gosh. show? Give some thumbs up, man. Give it a little Heck like yeah. plus buttons. We got uh, a few things going on here. We got the battle of the streams. That's between uh, Foxhole, that's pilled Foxhole, Rumble. And uh, D Live, and much appreciated for everybody who takes part in that. You guys are absolutely phenomenal and awesome. Tonight we have the After Dark Chat. That After Dark Chat takes place on the socialredpill.com. You just got to be a member, go in there, and then the information will show up on your feed here in just a little bit. Yeah, I'll be there as well tonight. We'll uh, hang out. And then. Talk. And then. We have the annual. Red Pill Project camping trip. And if you are planning on going, it's in the Sand Dune National Park, just outside of it. We have a whole place reserved in uh, Southern Colorado. Um, if you are planning on going, if you're a maybe, or if you're not going, um, and, and you are like originally going and not going, you need to go in there and update your RSVP. So you go to Social Red Pill, you go to groups, you go to the Camping CE5 event, and then you go to the event section, and you can update your RSVP. But please let us know that you are coming, or if you're not coming. And by now, there should be really no maybes. I think that uh, we're about two and a half weeks out. I think everybody should be pretty certain if you're coming or not. And if you do want to come, there's plenty of room. We have cabins, RV spaces, and tents. Um, there's looking to be about, last year we had about 40 people. We're about half that this year. So not too bad. 
But uh, I hope that uh, some people can make it out there. And if you are interested in going, just join the Social Red Pill. If you're on the Social Red Pill and you're like, what camping trip I want to go? Hit us up, let me know, and we'll give you all, all the information because we got a ton of, of sites all ready to go for you guys, whether it's tents, RVs, cabins. Um, and so please let us know on that one. And uh, starting the news today, constitutional sheriffs to hold summit to encourage elected officials to fight ballot fraud ahead of the 2022 midterms. You know, I, I read this article earlier on... Um, Dark Delight Show, okay? Mm -hmm. This is on Natural News, which is a fine article. Um, and, and it's talking about the, the CSPOA, uh, uh, Sheriff Mack, the president of the CSPOA, um, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips uh, with True the Vote, who did the 2000 Mules. Listen, I get it. And you know what? We're going to have probably have people watching these ballot boxes like hawks, which is great. Yeah. They will find a way to cheat. Yeah, they're cheating in every, from every direction. That's so. right. And not only that, is they hold all the judicial power. There's, there's they're going to cheat, and you're just going to be like, yeah, you know, Detroit again. Detroit's going to have ten times their population voting because nobody yeah. was watching those ballot boxes. Okay, mm. or or people from South Michigan are going to be voting in Detroit. They oh just I just decided to take my ballot up you know two hundred miles north and drop it off there. Plus, remember all the illegal people that have entered the country since the last election. Well, if you're illegal and um, you're voting, you got a you got a problem. You got a problem. You got a problem. <laughs> all right. Well, good. I mean, illegals got away with it last election, so. Well, that's why we need voter ID. That's why we need photo ID. Plus, you know, we can't forget about Dominion and uh, their systems. So that's a big factor, too. Yeah. Well, it's you know, a mess. you're right. Dominion and the electronic aspect of it and the satellites and the Vatican and all this stuff of how they stole them with hammer and scorecard. That was real. That happened. And, and I'll tell you my theory here in a second. Remind me to tell you my story here in a second. But I wanted, I wanted to play this video real quick. Um, this guy got 87 million votes. Hey, where are your fucking training wheels at? Where are they at? <laughs> where are your fucking training wheels at? Mm. All right. It's hilarious. My theory has been one and the same for a long time. Q always said, we have everything. Right? Okay. Yes, he did. But then he also said, how do you enter evidence into a case legally? And so I've been looking at this for years. And then he said, future proves the past. What if we have everything that that everything that they had was gathered through clandestine and illegal means? Which means that they can't utilize it to prosecute these criminals, but they know what they did. And they have enough to follow it to the criminality. But they can't bring out the criminality from the swamp because then they'll say, well, where did you get that document? Well, that's illegal. That's treason, right? So, what if the 
three years of Q was all about prepping people like you and me the dig and the research because they knew that these events would begin to unfold. And let's just assume that there was some type of investigation, special access program investigation going on, where they said, hey, look, this is what's going to happen. They're going to steal the election. Okay, they're going to steal the election. Joe Biden's going to come in. Now we wiretap them. What if the, one of the last things that the DNI did, Chris Miller did, right? The, 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 the Secretary of Defense or the DNI, the, the Director of National Intelligence. What if one of the last things that they did when they left office was opened up FISA warrants on Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, Barack Obama? These people could have FISA. What if that's what John Durham did? He opened up FISA warrants on every single one of these people. That means this whole time they're like, oh, we're in the free and clear. Oh, we can talk about this openly. Let's talk about it in the White House. Oh, right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to just send money over to Ukraine and uh, Georgie boy and, and a few of their friends are going to funnel that back to the politicians before the midterms. Don't worry about that. Oh, those arms and munitions? Ah, only half of them are going to Russia. The stuff Russia's blown up isn't even munitions and guns. We're actually selling that in the black market to our friends in Iran, right? Like, all this stuff's happening. And they're wiretapped. So now we have everything legally entered into a legal case. Why does this take so long? Why does John Durham's investigation take so long? They have to dig the graves. Yeah, they have to wait to accumulate all the information. The the Durham investigation is not taking a long time because he's sifting through documents. It's taking a long time because he's waiting for them to hang themselves. He's waiting for them to feel comfortable and say something they're not supposed to and then going back and getting the recordings because they have FISA warrants on them and recording everything that they're saying and looking at their personal and private documents right now. And then they have to put it together afterwards. Future proves the past. John Durham began a special investigation on the same day, October 28, 2017. That's not a coincidence. I hope so. Well, we better hope so because we don't it's got not, very many chances left. Yeah, there's not much going for us at this point. We're coming uh, to although a precipice. People are waking up. There's that, but we do need uh, law and order, for lack of a better way to say it, is really what we need. Proper well, we need, law and order. We need equality within the justice system. Mm-hmm. We need we need a justice system, not a just us and justice, right? Yeah, man, it's so corrupt. It's unbelievable that we even pretend. Yeah. Hey, did you know? The system works. This man got 87 million votes. President Biden's approval rating drops to 33% as overwhelming majority of Democrats seek new 2024 candidate. He got more votes than any other president in history. Man, I wonder what... (laughs) <laughs> what happened? 33% no, approval rating. It was probably 43% when he got elected. <laughs> um, and that's probably a bogus number. So mm-hmm. I don't know their study details, but that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Well, let's hear what uh, Representative uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, um, this fucking moron, has to say about Biden's numbers. 
With us now is Democratic Congresswoman of Texas, Sheila Jackson Lee. Congresswoman, thank you so much for being here. I know you've been working also to try to free Brittany Griner. Do you think that Ambassador Richardson going there can make that happen? No. Let me uh, fast forward. I forgot where it was. Russia held the very fact at the Olympics that she is a captive with... Ah, give me a second. I've got to find it. I had it ready. I had it ready. Her quote, by the way. The frustration of Biden's numbers, okay? She says here, Biden's numbers Mm -hmm. are because of the frustration of the summer heat. Oh, yeah. They blamed it on the freaking climate. Those dummies. We're doing everything we can, as promised, on formula and Mm -hmm. gas. I thought I had the clip. I'm sorry. I I had the time. Now I don't. Did you hear Joe Biden? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. We are not tacos. Hispanic Association slams Joe Biden for comparing Latinos to breakfast tacos. Let's let's hear yeah. what she has to say. Here. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) You can even hear people yelling in the background like, what the fuck? Did she just really say as unique as the breakfast tacos in San Antonio? Like, you look at San Antonio, the only thing that you can think of that says Latino is, oh, the tacos. That's a racist comment from a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white woman. Understand that. That's a racist comment. Yeah. It's okay when they're racist, you know, like the whole KKK thing and whatnot. Where's BLM? BLM's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I heard they want to change the spelling. We wrote the speech. (laughs) They want to change the spelling of taco to (laughs) T-A-C-X. <laughs> what an idiot. Nobody thought that was a bad idea. <laughs> Proofread that again. You sure on that one? Oh, I'm sure on that one. She hangs out with laugh. This. this is a good joke. She's been hanging out with Dementia Joe too much. Yeah. That speechwriter, if they're white in any way, are fired. <laughs> right? It, it's probably like a half white, half Latino dude. Like, dude, I thought it was funny. <laughs> you're fired. Why? Because you're white. I'm Latino. Not today. We don't like tacos. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. All right. China and Russia. We mentioned this yesterday. China and Russia are developing a new reserve currency with other BRICS countries to challenge the dollar's dominance. We know that China is already launching their digital Wong. We've talked about this for years. We know that Russia and China are moving towards a gold standard. We know that the United States, which, by the way, Congress just amended uh, Title 12. Uh, I forgot which chapter of the U.S. Code. But basically it says that you cannot uh, use uh, gold and silver in international settlements. They just amended that to say that you can. So, which was been in effect since 71 under Nixon. 
And that was one of the only reasons we went to a fiat currency is well, so this basically allows the United States to go back on the gold standard. And so there's a transition happening here globally. And I think we are moving towards the gold standard again, guys, here in the United States, as well as the BRICS nations. But if you remember that video from yesterday, I want to pull this up here. I think you're right on this because if Russia and the BRICS nations go to gold and uh, Russia already has, yep, uh, we kind of have no choice to do but to do the same. And I think we'll see that uh, probably next year. Mm-hmm. If you remember this video yesterday from like the dystopia, oh, shit. Hold on, there we go. If you remember this video yesterday from the dystopian future, I want to play this part again. Because this is what I've been talking about, and this is what I want you to see. L- watch this. What? Come on, just play, dude. Hold on. I'll dance later today. Yikes. You have violated your employment smart contract. Replaying offending speech. It's a bit cramped, though. This statement is in direct contradiction with the verified Snopes fact that open office 2.0 work pods are comfortably spacious, combining the safety of closed cubicles with the communal spirit of open office environments. You have been deducted 20 good boy tokens from your weekly income. Warning. Projected weekly income is insufficient to meet your weekly rental payment. Please ensure that your wallet is appropriately funded within the next 68 hours. All right. That is where we're headed. What do I mean by that? When they start talking about blockchain, CBDC, central bank digital currency, that brings all of that into reality. Okay? Mm-hmm. Smart contract is on the blockchain. Everything is integrated through a central bank blockchain and tied directly towards your money. Okay? That is the type of world that we're headed to. That's not what I teach. That's not the cryptocurrency that we stand for. We stand for decentralized cryptocurrency, not centralized. But that is the power and authority that comes about through centralized cryptocurrencies. Russia and China right now um, are developing a new reserve currency, most likely a digital one, that is probably going to be similar in context because these are government organizations. France. Ready? France could get the digital euro next year, according to their central banks. This is it. It's going to be once one or two start going, they're all going to start going. But wait, Vince, before that happens, don't you have to get rid of all the fiat money and all the uh, all the money in people's bank accounts? Yeah, that's why banks are starting to collapse. <laughs> China bank collapse underway. Saudi Arabia distances itself from petrodollar and joins the BRICS monetary order. You remember uh, Evergrande, the bank in China that went defunct? Yeah. Remember this other one that just went defunct where everybody's doing the run on the banks? Why are all of China's banks going defunct at the same time they're transitioning towards the digital Wong and the BRICS nations are setting up their own monetary policy? They're they going... Reset. They're going, no, no, they're going broke with fiat dollars. They're defaulting on fiat dollars. They're creating the crises to implement the solution. So you're right, you're right, great Mm. reset, right? They're creating the crises to implement the great reset. And if it's happening there, do you think it's going to happen here? It's happening. They're printing like no other. 
And uh, so I love all of our audience. And sometimes I can come off as crass. Okay. Nasara just Sarah. Okay. I just want to put this out there. If you look at it closely, is communism. It's a redistribution of wealth. It's communism. Okay. Um, Nisara Jassara is not real. It doesn't exist. I've studied this intensively. Vince and I have done shows on this. We've talked about this. My brother Jason, Jeff, we've researched this topic heavily. Okay. There is no origin in Congress and Senate in the federal government for Nisara Jassara. Okay. It's some guys that had a great idea to think about planting old documents into the internet and call them legitimate and then bring them out and create a whole story about it. And that's why they sell their books for $3,800 a copy. Okay? Nisar Jasara is, is not real. The, the conceptualization of it, though, that you are a slave to the debt, credit debt system, that you have a value that's traded onto the market, that there's gold in the value of your value, th- th- that's been around for hundreds of years. That's, that's how our financial systems actually operate. That you can cash that out with a bond, uh, not so legitimately. Um, there's ways to check that bond number, but it, it was a, a much, much older, um, much, much older ideas and concepts that were integrated and adopted by Nassar Jassara. So I'm not, I'm not trying to like step on any toes, but I just say before you accept Nassar Jassara, before you you go out there and say, "Hey, Nassar Jassara is real," I highly recommend. Highly recommend just digging as deep as humanly possible as you can to the origins of it, okay? Uh, Because at the origins of it is communism. Like, it's communism in disguise. That's what, if you look at Nassar Jassara, like the plan, it's it's communism. Right? No, No, absolutely we don't go along with evil Democrats, but you don't go along with evil conservatives or Republicans either. That's my thought here. I go along with good people. If there's good Democrats, I'm going to hang out with them as well. If there's good conservatives, I'm going to hang out with them. But I don't follow evil. Right? And I and I look at the truth in the derivation of things. I look at where things lead me. I go down that rabbit hole. I deep dive. And I say, okay, if this person's writing about this article about this, and this is from 2008, where did they get their information? Well, they got it from this book. Okay, where's this book at? This book was published in 1998, republished in 2003. You can buy it on Amazon, but it's in limited print, so it's about $3,800 a copy. And it is the Bible, the true source of everything Nassar Jassara. And the person who wrote the book is the guy who started all the marketing campaigns for Nassar Jassara. He's the one that built the flyer. He's the one that came out and said everything. And all the sources and references are in the book. Mm. Right? Really? I have yet to find anybody who owns the book to check the sources and the references. Ah, yeah. I wonder if any of you have it. Right. Let us know. <laughs> but yeah, I, and, and that's what I'm saying. I, I got to handle that topic. And, and one night we, um, and I have nothing against Charlie Ward or Charlie Ward's team. Um, We've reached out to them. Hey, we would love to collaborate on shows with you, even though we differ in in theories a lot, right? Um, But there was one time that Charlie Ward was publishing information. um, It was about the quantum.gov. 
and it was a document that they put out on Charlie Ward's show that he said was from quantum.gov that was mentioning the quantum financial system in Nassar Jassar. The problem is, is I went and pulled on our show, on the Daily Dose, live on the show, I went and pulled the actual frigging document from quantum.gov, and I compared them. And the things that were missing were quantum financial system and Nassar Jassar. All of that was not there. It was all gone. It was all removed. Yeah, because and, the original source. And within a few and it days, it's been modified. Yeah, and we reached out to Charlie and said, hey, that's not a real document. That's fake. And they eventually took it down. But that's what you have to do. You have to go out there and you have to, to dig deep into this information to find the truth. Okay? And most of the times, listen, the truth is not for everybody. The truth is an incredibly difficult pill to swallow. And what I'm going to tell you about the truth is most of the days that you're sitting there searching for the truth, you're going to go to bed pissed off. You're going to go to bed angry, mad, sad. You're going to live a very depressed life because there's a lot of pain and suffering that comes about in the search and acquisition of truth. Truth is not easy. It's not the easy road. I'll tell you, when I started going down a lot of these rabbit holes, you know, I've gained 50 pounds, 50 pounds since I've been doing this. Since I started this podcast, I gained 50 pounds. Why? Because we talk about these issues day in and day out. Okay? Doom and gloom. We, 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 we talk about the extent of the suffering of the world. I, I, I do research and I dig deep into these topics that people don't even want to touch. I'd much rather sit here and research esoteric mysteries and occult history and ancient civilization and Mars and aliens. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you find in yourself reading about Michael Aquino, right? About the CIA project, the Finders. You find yourself reading eyewitness testimony about what they do to people, children, kids. You go down some deep rabbit holes, and things get incredibly sick and disgusting. Oh yeah, and so I mean. We all see what's happening this week. The amount of disgusting stuff that has come across my eyes in the past week is just disgraceful. I, yeah, I'm sick of it, to be frank. Yeah. You know, in 2000, or actually, let's go through here. Um, Is there anything that, nine of them, okay, cool. RPG3573 donated four ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. Enlightened Science donated two lemons. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Patriot of Pisces, six ice cream. Thank you so much, Patriot mm. of Pisces. Black Jester 101, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Black Jester. Another one from Patriot of Pisces, one diamond. Grismo 71 ice cream. Thank you so much, Grismo. White Trash Lady donated three ice cream. <laughs> Patriot I love of Pisces, that name. I do too. Another three ice cream and cut the bullshit just followed us awesome but you must have caught me during my rant i typically do those types of things uh every so often so welcome to the neighborhood in 2008 and thanks guys for all the people taking part in battle the streams between pilled rumble and d live much appreciated for all the donations in 2008 the united nations published an op-ed op-ed the benefits of world hunger the article claims that ending hunger is a naive view because hunger is a fundamental to the working of the world's economy the article asserts that hungry people are most productive people especially when there's a need for manual labor the article states that no one works harder than hungry people a population that is motivated by hunger is easier to control and enslave yes 
People who are well-nourished have greater capacity for productive physical activity, but well-nourished people are far less willing to do the work. For those of us at the high end of the social ladder, ending hunger globally would be a disaster, the op-ed states. If there was no hunger in the world, who would plow the fields? Who would harvest our vegetables? Who would work in the rendering plants? Who would clean our toilets? The op-ed I'll grow stuff. What's that? I'll do some of that stuff. Well, that's right. Mind. I'll do it myself. I, I'd much rather that... <laughs> You know, grocery stores and governments don't do it for us, and we can just, hey, we're forced to do it ourselves. This sounds like bollocks. Well, you you know what it sounds like? It sounds like their agenda from the get-go, Vince. Okay, but why is it bollocks? Um, I don't think that it's true that hungrier people are more productive. I think they're trying to justify starving the world. Could be. But, um, you know, look at uh, Sri Lanka. Look how productive they are at overthrowing their government. Ah. (laughs) Do you think they would have done that if their tummies were full? No. No. So hungry people is a great motivating factor. Yeah, hopefully they stay on task. And, and you know, this just shows a naivety of the United Nations. Because if you look back in history at every society, every civilization that starved their people, they were eventually overthrown in a bloody violent coup. Yeah. <laughs> By the people because they were hungry and mad because you have the fat king up there. What's wrong with them? And the people are starving. Give them the grizzle from the pigs. Yeah, man. You don't ever want to piss off a crowd. Nope. Well, what is it? It was, um... Oh, well, I said this about Sri Lanka. Utilizing it as the example, right? Mm -hmm. Is the people in Sri Lanka are starving. Babies can't eat. Children are dying. They have no money because they defaulted on a debt payment. On a debt payment to whom, do you ask? To the United Nations, World Bank, International Monetary Fund, World Bank. Yeah. So the same people that come out saying, we want to save the world, we want to end global hunger and global poverty, are the fucking ones creating it. Equity? 100%. Equity? They also say they want equity for everybody and all this baloney. We want an equitable, inclusive world. Yeah. of diversity. You've um, made the point. Yeah. They the let this stuff point. happen. They let this happen. Not. Yep. They have they have the power to make the world a totally different place. I think all this negativity and violence and war and collapse is planned. They let it happen. It's really gross. It's, it's well, terrible. And you remember what I said? I said yesterday. We are already in the midst of World War III, and it is being yeah. fought right now with infrastructure and supply chain. Because how do you throw overthrow a country? You fuck up their supply chain. Listen to John Bolton. An attack on our democracy. It's Donald Trump looking out for Donald Trump. It's a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. I don't know that I agree with you, to be, to be uh, fair, with all due respect. Uh, one doesn't have to be brilliant to attempt a coup. Uh, I disagree with that. As somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat, yeah. not here, but, you know, other places. Uh, 
What did he just say? Say that again, Johnton. One more time for the camera. As somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat. Yeah. Not here, but, you know, other places. Hmm. Sounds like an admission of guilt because as through international treaty, that's illegal. Yeah. So John it's... Bolton sitting there saying, oh, I planned foreign coups before. And he's very proud of himself. He's very smart. That that he is. Like, trust me, I'm super smart. I've done this. Professional now, criminal. Let's go back to John Bolton's golden days. And just remember which ones they did. Uh, Iraq. <laughs> you remember they hung Saddam Hussein? Remember this? They hung Saddam Hussein? They hung him three times, by the way. I don't know if you knew this. Do you uh, remember that? No. Do you remember the whole... So, this, this is fucked up. If you remember from September 11th to like uh, September 11th, 2001 to about 2008, okay? Osama bin Laden had been found three times and dead, okay? And Saddam Hussein had been found three times and hung each time. What the hell? It was like the Mandela effect was actually happening. Are you serious? I, I remember we were in the military and, and uh, it was, I think, I think they had just uh, found, um, it was... No, it was it was Saddam Hussein. And we're like, dude, they fucking hung him like two years ago. What What's this all about? And there they go again, hanging him again. And, yeah, you got to wonder. But that's how you, if the people in that country believe he's alive, now you just re-propagate that news story and you get control over them. But they cooed Iraq. They cooed all the countries in the Middle East, Central America, South America. That's what they do. But so, how do you do it? You utilize the control of infrastructure. You utilize the control of commerce. You utilize NGOs, non-government organizations. You utilize non-profits. And you go in there and you fuck up their economy. Peter Schiff, this won't be a short, shallow recession. Are we in a recession? Yeah, we are. Three months of continual decline. Okay, so if we're in a recession, why? Shouldn't we be in, like, primo economic growth right now? It could have been. Well, we could have been. But let's revisit the facts here. Mm -hmm. We have a global supply chain crisis pertaining to wheat, barley, corn, um, rice. We have um, fertilizer crises for farmers for 57% of the global supply of fertilizer. We have baby formula shortages. We have energy and gas supply chain crises in the sense is that gas prices are skyrocketing because the U.S. has basically ended all production here in the United States of America. In the United States of America alone, we've had over 104 food processing, manufacturing, and distribution facilities catch on fire, which has either completely terminated or delayed severely the impact on their distribution processing or manufacturing. We've had over 10 oil and gas fires in the last 12 months at various different pipelines and facilities. And uh, we have hyperinflation running out of control with the United States dollar on an international basis to the point where the countries holding the majority of our debt, Japan, are about to default and become some of the first victims to the Great Reset. 
we have international warfare being orchestrated through supply chain, through infrastructure, and through finance. And it just so happens that those three things are the critical aspects of the United States right now that are all in red. And so in our storm. Yeah. Firestorm. Oh, wow. Fire. Where have I heard that before? Firestorm event. I just watched Live Free or Die Hard recently. Yeah. All about all about this type of thing. It's die Hard, cool. Live Free or... Oh, Die yeah. Hard. Okay, yeah. Oh, and that's actually where I got it. Yeah. That's that's where the, it was. Die Hard. That's what it was. And they they talk about the Firestorm, right? Yeah. Yep. There and it the is. Hackers and all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I knew it. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen this before. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. That's right. It was Die Hard. That's shit's real. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what they're, if you, and they say, if you want to take down a country, this is how you do it. It's a firestorm event. And that's what we're seeing. And it's not just us. It's everybody. Fire sale. Fire sale. Yeah, yep. Roxy. Home buyers are canceling deals at the highest rate since the start of the pandemic. Okay. I'm going to add another part into here. What? Housing moratorium. Yeah. What are the foreclosure rates at? Close to 300% right now, aren't they? Since August of 2021. <laughs> yeah, they're going up double digits every month. They are. Um, and tomorrow we get CPI data. So that'll be fun to see Ooh, how they wait. bullshit that data. Well, you better uh, you better watch your Bitcoin. You better watch your dollars. Everything's about to go down tomorrow. Probably. They're going to bullshit it, though, dude. It's all bogus. It doesn't matter. Even... They, they yeah. can only bullshit it so much to yeah. make it not look bad. Oh, man, we had uh, we only had 11.3% uh, uh, consumer price index last month. Oh, my God. We, we expected 12.2, but oh, we're, we're yeah. 2% under. Dude, that's still news. inflation. The fake news already has their templates built out. They just need to plug in the percentage and run the fake story to set the narrative. But for those wondering what the housing moratorium is in. So for everybody out there, what, November 2020, I talked about how they will utilize a firestorm event to take down this country. I utilize various different ideas from, obviously, that movie of how they would do it. Infrastructure, supply chain, finance, um, housing viruses, biowarfare, and then destabilization, defunding the police officers, George Soros-funded AGs, releasing prisoners from jails, pumping them into the rural communities, basically making people move back to the city, and this ushers in basically the Great Reset. And this is exactly what we're seeing. But one aspect of that is they want you poor, they want you sick, they want you hungry, they want you homeless, and they want you jobless and on the street begging your government for socialism. And the, uh, one aspect of this was, what about the people that own things, that own property? Remember, mm. you will own nothing and you will like it. Well, how do we get to the point of owning nothing? Well, what happens is, is you create a massive pandemic and you restrict people from traveling, which means that they can't travel to work, which means that they don't go to work, they can't get paid. If they can't get paid, they can't pay their mortgage. So what happens is, that's right. So what happens is the bank comes out and says, don't worry, we're going to give you a short-term loan. We're going to call it the housing moratorium. We're going to call it the uh, the short-term COVID relief for your mortgage, where over 27% of homeowners took this short-term relief. What the homeowners didn't realize was this wasn't a waiving of the payments for 6 or 12 or 18 months, but this was a short-term 
forbearance loan. Basically, is every month that you miss, the bank will pay your mortgage. Then, they will accumulate that into your escrow account. After 24 months, you have to start paying it back within 24 months. Which means if you accumulate, let's just say, $48,000, 24 months worth of mortgage payments that the bank pays for, that's $48,000 on average for a $1,000 or for a $2,000 a month mortgage, right? So that's $48,000. That goes into your escrow account, okay? Now let's do the math here. If you had to pay off each month $48,000 divided by um, divided by two years, right? That's yeah. $2,000 a month. Which means that if you're paying $2,000 a month mortgage, okay, and now your forbearance ends, you have another $2,000 on top for your escrow balance that you have to pay. So you have to pay $4,000 a month and you say, I can't do that. I couldn't afford it to begin with. So they say, oh, okay, well, you know what? We have a lien on your house. That's okay. We'll just take it out of your equity and sell your house through foreclosure. Six months later, they'll foreclose on your house. Here's the problem. Trump came in. He saw what they were doing and said, hey, I'm going to put a moratorium on this where basically the banks can't collect on that money. Joe Biden came out and extended the moratorium. August of 2021, the Supreme Court came out and said, you can't do that. The president doesn't have that authority and ended the housing moratorium. Well, so the bank started collecting. People came and said, I can't afford $2,000 more a month. And the bank started foreclosing in August. And I said, watch what happens in January and February of 2022. And Vince, what happened in January and February 2022? Double-digit mortgage rate increases or uh, double. Triple. Wait, what is it? Triple yeah. digit. Wait. Triple-digit foreclosure rates in the foreclosure United States. Foreclosure rates. And I yeah, said it well, was going to happen about six months after August 2021. And in May of 2022, those rates were about 315% increase from the year previous in the amount of foreclosures in the United States of America. And that is going to continue to increase with the, well, as the banks process more of those forbearances of where people can't pay it off or get on payment plans. Yeah. Yep. And we're seeing companies struggle. We're seeing people lose their jobs. Uh, so it's just going to get harder and harder. It's going to get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, uh, you know, do you remember the old days where Alex Jones used to talk about FEMA camps and stuff? Yeah. Man. You, you know, they're building them now, but this is, this is yeah. in Perth. From our drone, the massive 500 bed quarantine facility near completion in Bullsbrook, north of Perth built by the federal government intended for overseas arrivals, but now looking for a new use. I wonder what they're going to use it for. I don't know, but one of those buildings might be an incinerator. Well, you know, what's interesting is that look, well, I was looking for the railroad tracks, right? Oh my gosh. But you can see the fences. You can see the fence lines. There's fences keeping people in. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Creepy, creepy dude. You know what you know what they're gonna use? They're gonna build these all over the world. You know what they're gonna use them for? Uh re education camps. No, no. Do you remember um the movie Ready Player One? Yeah. You remember where vaguely. he lived? In a uh, container? Yeah, he lived in containers, right? All sacked up. This is where it starts. Yeah, I they're can gonna, see that. They're gonna transition transition this into housing for for people who are can't do it anymore right i think it's just going to be temporary housing 
Yeah. And uh, they'll be terminated and replaced. Yeah. And hey, back you to won the lottery. People. I did. Yeah, you just have to come <laughs> to this holding facility. Yeah, what movie was that? The uh, Island. The Island. That was a good one. The Island. Oh, my God, he won the lottery. Congratulations. Oh, great movie. Yeah, that is a great movie. Your clone is ready. So in the court chancery of the state of Delaware, Twitter has sued Elon Musk. This Elon Elon Trump thing is weird, man. What what Elon Trump thing? Elon and Trump are going back and forth this week in uh, beef on Twitter and oh, yeah? truth. What, what's uh, what's Elon? I heard what Trump said. Oh. Call him a uh, a whiny little bitch or something, right? Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the truth for Trump real quick. Uh, but. I was kind of thinking this and I saw somebody comment this. It's almost like maybe it's just optics and they're in on something together. I think it is. It's so weird, dude. Let me pull up Trump's Twitter. Um, He says, now Elon should focus on getting himself out of the Twitter mess because he could owe $44 billion for something that's perhaps worthless. Also, lots of competition for electric cars. Uh, He said, when Elon Musk came to the White House asking me for help on all of his Many subsidized projects, whether it's electric cars that don't drive long enough, driverless cars that crash, or rocket ships to nowhere, without which subsidies he'd be worthless, and telling me how he was a big Trump fan and Republican, I could have said, drop to your knees and beg, and he would have done it. Whoa. What would Elon say about that? I don't know if he's responded, but basically Elon, Trump also said that uh, Elon's a bullshit artist and that he told Trump that he voted for him, but he's a freaking liar. Um, all this kind of stuff. It's weird. It's really weird. Well, now Twitter is suing Elon. Yeah. And, but Twitter's going to have to prove the accusations that Elon is going to say. And I think what Elon's going to do is he's already looked. This guy, you know, Elon, he, the guy's not a dummy. He's no. legally already looked at this from every angle, and he has Twitter by the nuts. And I think him and Donald Trump are yeah. working together. I really they do. might be. They might be, dude. I really do. I do think so. But also, I kind of had the feeling that maybe Elon has some deals with the, one of the Chinese heads of the Hydra. Good. He does have business dealings there, and he's, I think he mentioned something about Trump and China. Or something. I could be wrong on that. Don't. Yeah. Uh, never mind. But I, I get that feeling too. So I don't know. It's hard to say. It's definitely interesting though that it's all public and uh, he is going to have the opportunity to enter information yeah. into these court cases. Yeah, and I guarantee you he's going to show that the majority of the Twitter profiles are fake. We could see the end of Twitter. Yep, I think we will. Governments that mandated deadly COVID vaccines now blaming doctors for not telling patients about the risks. After becoming the first country in the world to mandate the Wuhan coronavirus vaccination on all citizens, Austria is now trying to shift responsibility on the doctors for all the health damage that has resulted. Austrian Green Minister of Health Johannes Rusch says physicians and not himself and fellow politicians are to blame for all the injuries and deaths because they failed to warn their patients about the risk involved with getting injected. This I wonder if this yeah, I wonder if this is going to be the the common trend. Well, it's really scary, but it might be um I I kind of have mixed feelings on this. I think that they are somewhat responsible. And many of them should know better. Well, I, I agree on that. 
but I also think it should go above them as well and that they shouldn't just be uh, doctors. It should be everyone else that pushed this information. It should be the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. It should be Dr. Fauci, Tedros, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Monkeypox monkey update. Drinking coffee and sleeping in wrong position now cause blood clots and 10 more sudden deaths in the global vaccine genocide. Should we should we watch this clip? Is this the one you sent me? No. Uh, Australia. And that was pre- yeah. So this is um, Doctor uh, Dejokovic and uh, Mister uh, Kyrie Irving, our principal standard setters in professional sports during the Great Reset. They will go down in history for their courage and unrelenting stances against coerced poisonous injections. Let's watch this. Prepared not to go, and I understand that not being vaccinated today. I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And, and that's the price you're willing to pay? I, that, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. Ultimately, are you prepared to forego the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, statistically? Because you feel so strongly about this chat? Yes. I do. But as things stand, if this means that you miss the French Open, is that a price you'd be willing to pay? Yes, that is the price that I'm willing to wow. pay. And if it means that you miss Wimbledon this year, again, that's a price you're willing to pay? Yes. Why, Novak? Why? Why? Did... Because the principles of uh, decision-making on my body uh, are more important than any title or anything else. Wow. Yeah. What an amazing human being. And, and, you know, what this article is talking about, it's talking about the new cases of monkeypox. It's a homosexual-only disease. It can only be basically transferred through anal sex. Um, secondly is you have um, Jajovic, which is a world tennis star. And he's like, I'm not competing because they make me uh, get vaxxed. Fuck them. Yeah. Standing up for your convictions, man. And then the other part, drinking coffee and sleeping in wrong positions are causing blood clots. Must be the mm. sudden, sudden adult death syndrome or what it's sudden adult death syndrome again. Yeah, everything, everything causes blood clots now. It does. The FDA colluded with Moderna to bypass COVID vaccine safety standards, documents revealed. According to Alexandra Latapova, the ex-pharmaceutical industry executive, documents obtained from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services on Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine suggest the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and Moderna colluded to bypass regulatory and scientific standards used to ensure products are safe. And we saw more of this yesterday as well when we were uh, they were talking about... Um, it was Dr. Robert Malone was testifying in front of the Texas Senate. And he talked specifically about how um, basically they ruined the experiment of, of what would work for COVID and what would not work for COVID by introducing the vaccine on a mass scale. And that COVID, the vaccine itself um, was basically sabotaged from the get-go and that they lied to the CDC, they lied to the FDA uh, the pharmaceutical giants. And we're seeing this in their own data, in their own writings. They need to be stopped immediately. They all need to be shut down. This is the, unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's plenty of information there. Unbelievable. This is mass genocide that they're perpetrating. It is. It is mass genocide. 
Uh, Lindsay, Josh, do you think there is a connection between Osiris and uh, Uriel? I don't know. Um, I would have to look into that one for you, Lindsay. Much appreciated for the $14. So, um, And let me go here. I'm trying to get pilled up. My pilled isn't working, so I can't see any comments. And yeah, we got a new follow, too. Beatdown just followed. Beatdown. What's up? Live. Beatdown. Thank you so much for the follow. Man, we get, we're, we're popular tonight. People love us. Yeah. Not bad. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, very cool. You guys are uh, you guys are an awesome audience. Don't forget, though, socialredpill.com. Go on over mm-hmm. there and check it out. If you guys want to support us in any way, all that information is on redpills.tv. You guys, yeah, and uh, go ahead, Vince. If, if, if anyone tuned in late, come in to socialredpill.com and join the after chat with Josh yeah. and I. Tonight, 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you go to socialredpill.com, you sign up for the free profile. Um, about 10 minutes before that time I just mentioned, a Zoom link will go out. You just click on the Zoom link, you join, and it's an after chat. We hang out for a few hours, have a few beers, shoot the shit. So join that. Over the age of 65. Oh, you hear. You hear. Let's listen to this. See, Many see Americans are under-vaccinated, meaning they are not up-to-date on their COVID-19 vaccines. Not all people over the age of 50 have received their first booster dose. Of those who received their first booster dose, only 28% of those over 50 have received a second booster dose. And of those over the age of 65, only 34% have received their second booster dose. So my message right now is very simple. It's essential that these Americans, as Dr. Shah said, get their second booster shot right away. Many... All right. So the C- the CDC, director of the CDC, is saying, go get your second booster shot. After ample amounts of evidence are showing that it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, it's ineffective. <coughs> it's actually causing the blood clots. Not, it's, it's not causing, the sunlight. Yeah. It's not your sleeping and your coffee and your bullshit and cigarettes or whatever. They're Join saying. in the fun of blood clots cigarettes. and death. Get your vaccine today. I mean, these people are just sick fucking puppies. You know, know. that doesn't matter what science comes out. Even mainstream people who are supporting her coming out going, no, 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 this thing ain't good. And CDC's like, just get your shot. Get your your shot. Because people are going to be like, okay, I'll go get, I will go get my second shot. I'll go get it. I'll go get it. And you know what, those people, whatever fucking happens to you, good luck. You probably deserved it because you're. Yeah, well, their DNA is going to be altered, and they're going to have lots of problems. We've seen it a million times. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra says, there is a strong chance we'll see a resurgence of the virus this fall. I wonder why. Could it be because of uh, a midterm election? (laughs) Well, and... um, Flu season. You remember that? Oh, remember the normal season. flu season? Yeah. <laughs> Strong chance that the cold and flu is going to come back this year. We're just going to call it COVID-19. Yeah, dude. Oh, For Lord. For fuck's sake. This game oh. is so stupid. You guys just stay healthy. Stay positive. That's it'll right. be It'll be all right. They're trying to scare the shit out of everybody. So th- that was Becerra saying that. Let's listen to this. The emergency committee on COVID-19 met on Friday last week and concluded that the virus remains a public health emergency of international concern. Oh, so the United Nations come out and uh, the World Health Organization, sorry, it's still, oh yeah, this thing's still running rampant. 
It's called the fucking cold and flu season, you dumb shit. Like, dude, this is this is just absurd. You know, you you know, mine. Firstly, we have to give props to these people that are perpetuating this agenda. Okay, I could not have believed that humanity was that fucking stupid to fall for this. Yeah, I could see that. With uh, yeah. All the warnings, with all the warnings. But you know what it did, Vince? Is it definitely showed us who we can trust. It showed oh, us yeah. who we like, who we like to hang out with, who, who can be potential, like, <laughs> yeah. who people should marry, right? Sure. Oh, I got the vaccinated girl and the unvaccinated. I think I'm going to go. Well, we know which one we're going with, right? Like, but it, it, it helped people make a lot of decisions in life. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry I laugh. I know, you know, some oh, people family members don't talk cat. to me anymore. Did you like yeah. them? No, but they don't talk to me. Okay. Yeah. So what? Dude, maybe that's part of the plan, right? Yeah. Everybody's uh, shown their true colors over the past two years. Yep. And so um, I, I'm, I won't talk about Justin. If you guys want to find out updates on that, you guys get it. Justin uh, from Cannabis and Combat passed away um, last night or yesterday morning. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. If you guys want to find out information on that, you can probably find that on the Patriot Party uh, Party podcast, Mickey V. Lynn show, which airs before this one on these channels. So um, some some crazy news. Do you remember when Stu Peters a few months ago was swatted? The police broke into his house huh? with guns. Well, it just happened yes. to Candace Taylor. Yes, it did, man. So sad. I saw this yep. last night. She said that she was in the shower getting ready for the day, and her 17-year-old son said that there's police outside with rifles, that uh, apparently what happened is someone voice detected a message to the police department saying, I just shot my husband five times. Now I'm going to kill myself. Get here now to her address. And this is the woman that's taking on the establishment in Georgia. This is the woman she who is. is going after the governor, Governor Kemp. Okay. Yes. And if you want to well, think about who did this, I think we know. I think we know. And this came hours after she just tweeted that she is going to be taking action and starting up multiple lawsuits regarding uh, the election fraud yep. for the governor in Georgia. She tweets that out because people have been asking, oh, why you do? Yeah. When are you going to, you know, you're doing a lot of this. When are you going to take action? Well, she just said for all of you. Complaining about me talk, not taking action. Expect a couple lawsuits coming up here. And then, boom, she got swatted. Come on. It doesn't take a genius to kind of connect the dots here. I agree. I agree. And so we're, uh, you know, Candace, you're out there. I, I haven't, I'm getting, I usually when these types of things happen to give people time, I'll hit her up this week and, and see if she's okay and if there's anything we can do to help. This is traumatizing. Dude. It is absolutely traumatizing. And the people yeah. who did this are criminals and they need to be held fully accountable for this. Um, you know, and they need to have a system in place that, so these things can happen. But it's just absolutely sad that that happened, man. Totally. You know, one part about this war, world war that we're watching unfold right now is when is it going to go kinetic? NATO yeah. and EU sound alarm over the risk of Ukraine weapon smuggling. We've talked about this. And what we mean here is the weapons the United States and Europe are sending to Ukraine are being smuggled out of Ukraine. What yes. did I talk about? They're being taken to black sites. The deep state is building an army. Yep. Blair's president claims West is plotting to attack Russia. I've talked about this extensively. What is happening right now is this war is about to go kinetic. Sweden and Finland are about to join NATO. 
You have Iran-Israel tensions rising. Uh, the U.S. is, uh, they just did something, some operation in Iran. You have China-Taiwan oh, yeah. before November, okay? Things are about to get nuts and kinetic in the warfare situation. U.S. has over, I think, 100,000 troops built up in uh, in Europe right now. So Yeah, Ukraine's saying they have a million a million fighters ready to do the offensive moves against Russia. Oh, I of, bet they do. A million. Yeah. Well, they're a few hundred thousand, but they yeah. include a bunch of other bullshit. So they yeah, it's all that NATO and, and American. It's just a proxy yeah. war we're seeing. Uh, but then on the other side of this war is the infrastructure and supply chain. All railroad freight to potentially halt on July 18th due to national labor strike. Um, we've talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, Everything that moves by train in this country can be stopped by on the tracks on July 18 unless the nation's largest railroads come to some kind of agreement concerning their labor contracts. Thousands of rail workers are slated to walk off the job in protest. If that happens, there'll be no more animal feed shipments, no more fuel getting from point A to point B, and no more anything that normally gets delivered via rail. Um, you add this on top of all the other growing concerns within the supply chain and infrastructure, including the different explosions of plants that we've been seeing. Here's another picture right there. We talked about this one yesterday. Um, yeah. It, it's, 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 it's coming, guys. Yeah, it's it doesn't coming. take long for things to run out in your neighborhood. I agree. Grocery stores, two or three days of food. Gump, Gump, you're awesome. Thank you so much for that donation. We are the plan. You're right. We have always been the plan. We the people are the plan. We have always been that plan. And we the people will succeed. We'll be victorious in this war. We will win. Absolutely 100%. I'm going to go here. We're going to check this out. Uh, We had Gump there. LED donated one ice cream. MF donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, LED and MF. Patriot of Pisces, one more ice cream. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces. Texas Bear, 77, a can and Gump, thank you for the we are there. And beat down, thank you for the follow. Uh, Big Ma Moo just donated one ice cream. And thank you so much, Big Ma. So, guys, thank you so much for all the donations tonight and the battle of the streams. You guys are absolutely awesome. Thank you, guys, everybody here for helping us out and, and keeping alternative media alive, keeping the Red Pill Project alive and supporting us in everything we do. As a reminder, don't forget tonight... Um, in one hour from now, we have the After Dark chat that is open to all. Just be a member of the socialredpill.com. Go and check that out. Join the socialredpill.com. Um, don't forget, camping trip July 27th to August 1st. Is we're leaving August 1st. July 27th to August 1st. Sand Dunes um, in Colorado. The information is on the socialredpill.com. Please check that out and please update your RSVP. Whether you're coming, going, maybes, or whatever. Or if you're not even on that, go to that group. If you can't find it, hit me up. We'll get you that information. Please check out our sponsors. If you're going to go to MyPillow and buy some comfy slippers, use that promo code RPP. If you're going to go to My Patreon Supply, get stocked up for what's coming because it's fucking coming. Redpills.tv slash Patriot. Vince is putting these all in the chats as well. If you're going to go to Dr. Kirk Elliott, get that gold and silver IRA or whatever it might be, that 401k. Getgoldtoday.com. Guys, I appreciate you. I hope you're loving my energy because I am back full force. We're having some fun here, but we're also saving this country. We're saving this planet. We're saving humanity. That's what we do here at the Red Pill Project. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. We'll see you guys tomorrow night on another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Thank you, Vince. Good night, guys.